Welcome to episode 9 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of TIR and I'm a wedding photographer too. Today I'm really excited to have the great Andrew Kia, winner of eight TIR awards. Andrew's made our end of year top photographer list for two years in a row and he's always been one of my favourite photographers. Stick with us to hear how he went from a nine to five office job to wedding photography, which is a really great story involving a viral video and a film crew. His school life growing up in Liverpool, Top tips for being a better documentary photographer, inheriting his dad's sense of humour, shooting through the moment, how a recent regret of his photography career changed his attitude, and much more. Hey Andrew, how you doing? Good morning Alan, I'm okay, how are you? I am really good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, how's things with you? Not too bad, not too bad. Um, it's a bit cold this morning, I've got an extra an extra base layer on. Um <laughs> That's my good. office, my office is the coldest room in the house. So, why is that? Let, well, she she doesn't let me put the heating on, um, <laughs> you know, because I I work from home like like most of us, and um, the the heating going on is an unacceptable expense when I'm by myself. So, <laughs> uh, two jumpers, two jumpers, Andy, they call me. <laughs> and you'll have another one for Christmas, I guess, as well. Yes, uh, I've, I'm I'm looking forward to the to the socks, the underpants, and the jumper. Hang in there, lads. We're almost there. Christmas Day. <laughs> nice, cool, cool, good stuff. Um, so I want to, I want to, instead of asking you how your season's been going, I'll get onto that at some point. But I want to start with probably the most important question that I think I can ask you, is that um, how on earth do you pronounce your surname? Well, you're not the only person to struggle with that, Alan. That is a problem that's plagued me all my life. <laughs> uh, you know, it's character building. I remember being six years old in class when the teachers read the names out and there's that big pause before it gets to the Ks. And, <laughs> and I've learned now these days, whenever there's a list being read out, I just put my hand up when the pause is there. It's <laughs> Kia. It's Kia to rhyme with beer. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's a good way to remember it. Although when I was in school, the, the kids found much less friendly words to rhyme with it, let, let me tell you. <laughs> Um, oh, oh, right. I can. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's been it, quite it was difficult. A, well, it was a different era. It was a different era, and you know, these days I, I, I'm sure it'd be fine. But yeah, you, you, <laughs> what, you it, it builds character, as I say. As I say, builds character. <laughs> what What was your school life like in general? Did you grow up in Liverpool? Did you? Uh, I did. Yeah, born and raised. Um, I was. I was. I, I lived in a in a little part of Liverpool called Fazakali. Fazakali. Um, cool. Well, yeah, it it was all right um, until I went to school in a different part of Liverpool. I went to a school in South Liverpool called uh, Blue Coat. If, you know, if, if anyone listening is from Liverpool, they, they they'll know that that's that's the best school in Liverpool. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't like to brag, um, you know, but I I still wear my lapel badge when I'm out. You know, <laughs> Blue Blue Coat School for boys. Um, but when I got there, they the pupils asked me, you know, where are you from? Because you're not round, you're not from around this area. And I used to say, I'm from, I'm from Fazakali. And they'd all kind of stop and look at me and go, oh my God, I, like it's rough around there, isn't it? And I'd be <laughs> like, well, no, it's all right. And I realised as I've as I've grown up that it, it's actually one of the the roughest parts. It's one of the roughest parts of Liverpool, Fazakali. Oh, really? Um, but you know, my mum and dad are still there, so. It, it, it's all right. It's all right. It, it, it you, didn't. It didn't scar me too much. <laughs> and you don't sound that scow. So, you, are you still in Liverpool now? Or? I, I am. Um, I'm, uh, well, actually, I'm slightly north of the city now. I'm in a little village called Formby. Um, but I, that I, George I is, it was George from there. George. George. George Formby. Formby. <laughs> um, possibly. Possibly. That's a little bit before my time, that has. That is it's a bit, sorry, yeah, bad dad joke. Sorry, sorry, go on, that, That's all right. No, I, um, so I've, yeah, I've, I've always lived in Liverpool. I've, I've, I'm, I'm moved my way, though. I've moved from Fazakley to, to Crosby, and then I've moved up to Formby. So I'm, you know, gradually improving the, the postcode, gradually moving up the rungs. <laughs> um, that's going to wind up some of my mates, actually, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, and what were you, and so as a kid then like did you were you into were you into photography I read somewhere that you always wanted to be a police officer a bit different to wedding photography yes. what, why, why the change yeah. direction <laughs> well that was always my 
my dream when I was a kid, I wanted to be a, I wanted to be a policeman, I wanted to be a police officer. It was just sounded like a really cool job. Um, but unfortunately, I was born pretty much as blind as a bat. Um, <laughs> my prescription was almost off the scale. I had to wear jam jar glasses for school, yeah, and right. unfortunately, I was I was about a thousand percent outside the the um, you know what what you needed for the police. So unfortunately, I, I couldn't go down that route. Um, so I had to find something else to do, and it ended up being fairly normal working in an office nine to five, um, nothing too exciting. Um, and the photography thing was, well, it, it's a bit of a strange one because I'm, I'm not one of the, I'm not a photographer who was born with a camera in hand. I mean, I, I never, I never had a camera until I was about 30. So I've, I've not, it's never that something that's really interested me, but I got to a stage in my life where I was sat in my sat in my little office in, in work, working nine to five for somebody else. And um, I remember just one day, I, you know, the boss came in and he told me off for something and he <laughs> walked out and I, and I sat there for, you know, a good half an hour fuming. I was just, I was so angry and I didn't, not at the boss, cause you know, I, I had cocked up, it was my fault. But <laughs> I, I remember thinking, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I've, I've wasted, I think at that point it was nine years, um, nine years sat in an office and, and going out and doing office type things. And, and I thought I need a, I need a massive change because I, I, I'm becoming stressed and I'm becoming not a nice person and I'm, and I'm, I'm falling out with my other half a lot. And it's just, it, it's not what I wanted to be. I'm a, I'm a naturally kind of happy positive person uh, believe it or not um, <laughs> just like your online persona <laughs> j- just like my online persona i always i've always got my tongue firmly in cheek and i think people who who know me know that i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm basically I'm, I'm nice i'm okay i'm not too bad <laughs> i i wasn't i wasn't in a good place at the time i was just really not depressed i'm, I'm not that far but you know when you just kind of you don't look forward to the day yeah. You just don't look forward to reading your emails. You don't want to answer your phone to anybody. You just want to keep your head down, go home, and try not to think about work the next day. And and I and I remember going to uh, my cousin's wedding. Uh, it was about seven years ago. Um, I was at the wedding. I'd had a few beers, mm-hmm. and I saw the wedding photographer. And I remember thinking that is a that's a cool guy. Um, Bear in mind, I'd had about eight rums at this point. But <laughs> to me, he looked cool. He was doing his thing. He had the, the slicked back hair. He had the converse on. He had loads of gadgets. The flashes were going off. And I thought, what? that is just nothing I've ever seen before. In my mind, photographers are really boring, dull, old people who uh, are not, you know, uninteresting. And... Seeing him in action, I kind of started to stalk him through the evening reception. And at one point, he sat down at the back of the room with his um, with his with his um, his Apple Mac laptop MacBook, um, obviously because that's a cool thing to have. Mm-hmm. And he he started working on some of the pictures, and I was leaning over his shoulder. And you know, in my recollection, I was keeping a very respectful distance, but. You know, in reality, I was probably leaning right over his shoulder, <laughs> pointing with my finger, saying, "Oh, mate, oh, zoom in on that one there, mate. Let me see that one." <laughs> and um, they just looked amazing. They looked like nothing I'd ever seen before. I mean, I've I've only ever at that point I'd only ever seen kind of my parents' wedding album, my nan's wedding album, um, and I had in my mind what wedding photographs were supposed to look like. So when I was looking at this guy's work, um, I was blown away. I thought that looks amazing, and he looks really cool. <laughs> and um, the the well, the, the the long and the short of it was, I asked him how did 
how do you get into this job? And we had a a little conversation. He was very polite, but you know, now that now that I've I've shot a lot of weddings, I know he was just probably trying to get rid of me at the time. <laughs> um, but I ended up coming away from that, going back to work and thinking, right, that's a cool job. I want to do that job. So there was no kind of there was no build up to it. There was no I was born with a camera in my hand. There was no, you know, my dad had never given me a camera or anything like that. I've never been in a dark room in my life. Um, I just saw someone that I thought was cool, and I thought, I want to do what that person does. He looks like he is enjoying life. Um, That's so, cool, though. Man. And, but how did you go from that then to learning the, <laughs> the crap of it and starting a business? Well, from that point, um, luckily, I've got a very patient very understanding wife <laughs> and she kind of saw that I wasn't happy doing what I was doing so she must have she must have saw something in my eyes that told her that this was something that wasn't just a a pipe dream I was I was really enthusiastic about it and and it's possibly because I hadn't been enthusiastic about anything work related in in a long time, in years. Um, so she said, okay, let's let's look at the finances and see what we can do. So I put together a little shopping list. I, I, I Googled everything. I YouTubed everything. Um, and, I, and I bought some bits and pieces. And I remember at the time my, uh, my other half, Lucy, she actually fell pregnant with twins. Wow. And they were they they were born in August, and I remember that Christmas that that December was when I got my delivery of all my camera equipment. Wow. Um, so my my twins are six now, so I always know when I started. I, I started teaching myself uh, photography just after the twins were born, so six years ago now. Um, and and I really was for 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 most of it self taught. I mean YouTube. As I think everyone knows, it's a it's an amazing resource. Um, there's so much on there. People just want to give information away. They they want to they want to share things. They want to teach. And I and I this sounds terrible now, but I spent most of my working day. I really hope my ex boss is not uh, going to tune into this. <laughs> but I I spent most of my working day at my computer watching YouTube videos. <laughs> and reading reviews and, and and looking at wedding blogs and th the whole world was just opened up to me then I, I i had no idea what what contemporary cool wedding photography was like youtube and tutorials and looking at people's websites that became my daily job for a good i'm talking three months four months uh, I I did just enough normal work to avoid getting a bollocking, and in the rest of the time, I I started to really really absorb as much information as I could on weddings and how to shoot them, um, and eventually I I realised that some wedding photographers offer workshops, mm -hmm. and it's again something I'd never heard of at the time, you know. Wedding photographers teaching other people how to be wedding photographers. That's insane. <laughs> Why would you do that? Um, so I, 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 I actually signed up with the, with the first photographer that I saw at my cousin's wedding. Um, he was running a workshop. Can I mention names at this point? Yeah. So that was Johnny of Draper. Oh, cool. Yeah. That was Johnny Draper, the legend himself. Oh, uh, awesome. He's just had a baby with his with his other half as well. So congratulations, Johnny, if you're listening. Oh, congrats, man! Uh, yeah. Welcome to the real world. Finally, you know, <laughs> no more late nights and cocktail parties and all that kind of shenanigans. Um, so yeah, so it must so have been I, a good. It must have been a good workshop then. Yeah, do you know it was it was excellent. It was um, and it was it was just the right level for someone like me who had big dreams but zero technical capability you know I, I i i don't know how the exposure triangle works you know that's a that's that's esoteric ancient knowledge that that's a you know, that's a place where like planes disappear to isn't it exactly exactly <laughs> um so 
Uh, yeah, that was a, a two-day workshop, and we went off and we shot some models, and and Johnny talked us through how he how he approaches the wedding in, in his way of doing things, and it was fantastic. And I went away, you know, full of beans, and I was ready to ready to push on. And then I, I did another course with Johnny, and um, from that point, I, I met another photographer, um, David Stubbs, yeah, and cool. he. He kind of, I don't know why, I never, I'm going to ask him this one day, but uh, he kind of took me under his wing. Um, he was established at this point and, you know, he, he he shot a few weddings, quite a few weddings, and he kind of took me under his wing and mentored me a little bit and, and showed me some ropes and, you know, uh, gave me the confidence to to go out there and and shoot. And... From that point, I I started to post my things on Facebook. I think you know we we set up our business page. We we put our little pictures on there from our workshops, and you know we we try and fake it till we make it. We we show our we show our best stuff, and we we contact our family. And if anyone's getting married, we try and we try and get in there. Can we come along? Can we <laughs> take some pictures? Um, anything and and everything really just to get me near a real wedding. Um, and, uh, and in the end, it was actually someone, just a random person liked one of my photographs on, on Facebook and I clicked on their profile and it said they were engaged and, and I, and I messaged her and said, um, I notice you're engaged. I, <laughs> you know, I was wondering if I could offer my services, it's something that I'd never do now, but back then, you know, I didn't know the, I didn't know the, 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 the decorum of these situations. I just thought I can approach people and I'm just going to tell them what I, what I, what I want to do. And she messaged me back and said that she couldn't afford a wedding photographer. And it was like, it's a sign. <laughs> this is tailor made for me to step in now. So I, I messaged her back and said, right, I'm going to come and photograph your wedding. And she said, no, no, honestly, I've it, the budget's tight. We've got no money. We've, you know, it's um, it's a small do. You know, it's a you know we're an older couple. We're not we're not interested in the big do. And I said, no, no, I want to come and photograph your wedding. Um, I probably said something like, every person deserves to have quality wedding photographs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice, nice lie. You know, not that I, not that I'd ever taken a quality wedding photograph in my life at that point. <laughs> um, but I thought, you know what, I. I'm gonna if I if I approach this with as much heart and as much as much dedication and and energy as 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 I can, you know, is that gonna be is that gonna be a bad thing? And I'm not gonna charge her for it anyway. And she's not gonna get a wedding photographer. If if I hadn't have stepped in, she wouldn't have had a wedding photographer. So I thought it's a sign. So I, w- I went and did it. And, and and then she said to you, you can't use any of the photos online. Yeah, then she said, yeah, don't use any of those pictures. <laughs> don't like them Um, and then then from there it it kind of it it filled me with a bit of confidence um to 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 you know to to approach other people and a little bit of a blur because I was still working at the time and I was trying to juggle you know the nine to five job with also shooting a couple of weddings um and it suddenly started, and I'm sure lots of people say this, but it suddenly started to snowball. And I can't quite remember the moment when it did, but all of a sudden I remember looking at the diary and thinking, oh my goodness, I've got 12 weddings booked in here for later this year and early next year. And um, and, and these were people who hadn't really seen much of a portfolio from me and they were actually going to pay me to come and do it. So... I had to kind of make a decision then what what I was going to do. Um, do I want to make, do I want to try and do this full time? Do I want to keep going part time and use it as extra money and, you know, just slowly build up to it. And it was, well, it was thrust upon me in the end, the, the decision, it was not mine to make because my, um, my little twins, my twin girls who were about six months old at this point, they 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 helped me with my career. I took a video of them um, playing in their cots one oh, night. Oh yeah, I've, I'm sure I've seen that video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 
it ended up going viral anyway. They they were playing uh, they were playing peekaboo with each other. Yeah, I have seen and, it. And I and I recorded a very low quality video of it. I shoved it on Facebook, as you do, whenever mm-hmm. your kids do anything cute. Well, yeah. Anyway. And I woke up the next morning and it had had fifty thousand likes and comments and shares. Wow. That's mental. I thought, oh, okay, this is weird. What what's happened here? I'm, 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 th- this is really weird. My phone's going crazy with notifications, and and I, and I and I thought, and at the time I thought, well, this is cool. I'll show people in work, and um, you know, my little girls have gone a little bit viral. By that afternoon, we were on something like a million views, and you know, hundred thousand shares, and and it and it had gone silly. We got a phone call. That evening, I, well, I got a phone call from BBC Northwest, and they they wanted to come and interview us. The viral, <laughs> the viral Peekaboo twins. I think at the time, so this is two thousand and uh, two thousand and thirteen, is it two thousand and fourteen, something like that. So the, I think there was less viral videos than there is now. Um, so this was this was big news, you know, in in our little circle in the Northwest. And um, so we said, yeah, you know, come along. And, and the film crew turned up and they interviewed us and the girls were crawling around on the floor. And the, the, the interviewer said to me, so what do you do for a living? And this mad, you know, this mad rush of energy came over me. And I said, I'm a wedding photographer. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and he said, oh, right, brilliant. And then the, the interview finished. And my wife kind of leaned into me and said, but you're not a wedding photographer. <laughs> and I was like, yes, but that sounds much cooler than saying I'm a quantity surveyor for a flooring company. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought nothing else of it. Um, went into work the next day and my boss called me into the office and said, I saw on the news last night, um, what's this about wedding photography? And I kind of was... I, I had to come clean. I said, look, uh, I, I, I have been doing another job on the side. Um, it's not, it's not impacted my job at all. Again, I hope he's not listening to this. Sorry, Nigel. Um, you know, I did at at one point, I even had Lightroom installed on my office computer. Um, but I, I came clean, clean to Nigel and and he said, and do you know what? He was absolutely sound about it. He said, that's, cool. that's absolutely fine. He said, everyone, you know, everyone's got a graft. Everyone's got to do what they've got to do to, to get paid. Um, he was a proper entrepreneur, actually, my old boss. So he, he was on board with it. But from that point, now that I'd told him I was a wedding photographer, I just thought, well, why don't I just go and be one? Do you know what I mean? It was very, it was very... I don't know. It was strange. I was I was toying with the idea for so long. Um, should I or shouldn't I? Is this a real job to go to, or should I stick with what's safe? Because you know that salary coming in every week is it's um, it's quite a hard habit to kick. Yeah. Um, especially when you've got twins as well. Especially when you've got twins, and you know I'd never been self-employed before in my life, so it was all very strange. But. I think sitting down with me boss and kind of getting his blessing and he was saying, you know what? That's absolutely fine. You go and do what you've got to do. So within three months I handed him me notice and um, I went full time in inverted commas, even though I didn't have, you know, a full order book at the time I I, I left, I left work and um, set up at home and haven't really looked back since. No, man. You, I mean, you've done so well. You skyrocketed from oh, there. Thank you. Thank Awards you. left, right, and center. And you've got weddings coming up in, like, is it Morocco, Finland, Barbados, America, and stuff? Are yeah, you doing? We're, we're, we're getting around. We're getting around. <laughs> um, do you it, think then, do you think, I'm sure you would have quit at some point or other your day job, but that, that kind of viral video, that was just a kind of impetus, oh, that that, was, the catalyst. That was the catalyst, yeah. That that got it. What I thought was a, you know, I had to keep it secret from everyone, which was a bit of a silly attitude, I think, when you, when when I when I think back about it. But I thought I had to keep it secret. I couldn't tell anyone that I also had a second job. Mm-hmm. 
and it just got it out into the open and and I realized that no do you know what I I get through the work and week and then on a Friday night I'm filled with energy for what I'm about to do the next day and I, and I thought that's what that's what I need to do that's the thing that is you know lighting the fire inside me and it's it's the thing that I'm I I didn't I enjoyed school but I was never one to do extracurricular activities or 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 study when I didn't need to study um but here I was all of a sudden spending every waking moment trying to learn something um you know one o'clock in the morning looking at YouTube videos on on how to shoot in in bright conditions or you know how to do this or how to do that how to use an off-camera flash what's the best make of radio trigger you know at that (laughs) point I didn't own a trigger and I'm watching YouTube videos at two o'clock in the morning on on which one's the best one to buy. Right, yeah, uh, I think you can tell you've got a passion for it if you're doing that. Yeah, so I thought anything that makes, I mean, anybody who is passionate about something can can make that something into a into a career. That's what I'm trying to tell my uh, my boy at the moment. He's 15, and he's a typical teenager. He's got no drive. There's no. There's no, uh, there's no desire to do anything. But I'm saying to him now, do you know what, Owen? You, you don't have to have a career path laid out. You don't have to do all these different subjects. If you can just find something that you're energized about, and that could be something as, you know, something like woodworking or, you know, fitting curtains or, or making digital art or something that you're passionate about, and you are that keen about that you will actually go and in your own time go and learn about it and practice it and and look at other people's stuff and 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 and, and go and do workshops about it then you will make that into a career it doesn't matter what it is um and and that yeah it suddenly hit me that's what i need to go and do so i handed in my notice went full time and here we are and you not look back. It's awesome, man. No, honestly, it's brilliant. It's really, it's, that's cool. It's so cool. Um, I'm going to change tack a bit slightly. Yes. Um, do you have, do you have a favorite joke? A favorite joke? Oh my goodness. Um, this is, is going to sound terrible, but all my jokes are like dad jokes now. <laughs> I am, I am, I used to, I used to, you know, cringe at my own dad's jokes. That's where I've picked up my my sense of humour from is my dad. Um, and he's not one for telling jokes, but he will turn the situation into a joke. And I think that's, that's what I do with my children, especially now that I've got a 15-year-old lad. I mean, th- this is everything I do now is to make him cringe. <laughs> the, my, my life's mission is to make Owen kind of run away in fear and disgust <laughs> about the jokes that I've just made. So while, while, I, while I don't have a joke, I will, you know, I'll make him cringe. Anything I can do to make him cringe. Um, it's fair game. Yeah, I mean, his friends have just started using the Alexa devices now to to call each other, you know, the ones with the screens on, and they, oh, they'll, yeah. have, they'll have video calls with each other. Unfortunately for Owen, every Alexa in the house will ring when when one of his friends calls. So it's a race against time to see who can answer one first. <laughs> Owen runs to his room. I run to the kitchen and start stripping off because <laughs> I need to I need to really like terrify whoever's on the other end of this call. And wow. uh, that yeah, is I'm... scary. <laughs> Let, remind me never to call you on Alexa. Yeah, you know I, I I'm I'm fully invested in the dad way of life now. So there's a reason that he hasn't invited any, you know, any girls back to the house, any of his mates back to the house. <laughs> he knows that I work from home and I'm going to be in. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Right? Um, if if you could be someone else for a day, living oh. or dead, who would you be? If I was going to be somebody, wow. Okay. <laughs> Can it be a fictional character or is it going to be a real character? Oh, I think it'd be anyone. Yeah, anyone. Okay. Well. I was listening to one of your other podcasts, uh, Mr. Fox. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Mr. Fox 
stole my person. What, Arnie? Um, yes. <laughs> so he, he stole an Arnie. And, um, and I remember thinking at the time, oh, man, I, I hope Alan doesn't ask me that one now because, <laughs> you know, he, he's stolen my idea. But I was watching one of my one of my favourite films last night. So I'm going to... It's an obscure one. It's not Predator 2, is it? It's not Predator 2. It's okay. um, it's a series called The Evil Dead. The oh, yeah. old school Evil Dead. And there's a character called Ash. And he's the, he's the lead. Uh, Bruce Campbell, the actor. He's a, he's a cult hero. Um, and if I could be like anyone, it would be like Ash. And the reason is, he's slightly daft. He's uh, he's a bit cringy. He, I think he's the embodiment of a dad joke. <laughs> but in all the films, he's 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 fighting against the nightmare hordes of the undead. And the way that the way that he works is that if there's a problem, you don't you don't sweat it. You attack it with a chainsaw and a shotgun. <laughs> and, Good life advice. Honestly, he's in a way he kind of ruined. I love horror films, and Ash from the Evil Dead has ruined modern horror films for me because I see so many main characters who are terrified, hiding under the bed, sweating, running away, and and I just I always think, what would Ash do? <laughs> Ash would pick something up and and hit the zombie over the head, or punch the vampire in the face, or or, or kick the monster down the stairs. So if I could be someone, I think I'd like to be a bit like Ash. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> that is cool. Um, cool. Let's go. Let's go back to your to your photography. Do you, do you have any regrets in your photography career so far at all? Um, I've I've got a couple. I've got a couple. I mean, I've had uh, I've got one recent regret, an incident. Um, where I kind of, I forgot, I forgot the, I forgot rule number one that I think governs all wedding photographers. Well, not wedding photographers. I think it should govern everyone in general. Uh, and you know, it's the it's, it's it's the rule for life. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And I forgot this rule. I forgot this rule. And um, I. Um, you know, I. It's a lonely job being a wedding photographer. Well, for yeah. me anyway. I don't know about. I, I don't oh, it know is about, definitely yeah. You you kind of you're sat behind your computer and you're looking at the world through twenty seven inches or whatever this monitor is, <laughs> um, and you can get a little bit of tunnel vision and you can forget that we're all just trying to do our best for our couples. And we're all just trying to, you know, get on in life. And basically we're all just trying to pay the bills, aren't we? That's that's mm, what it's all yeah. about essentially. And it just so happens that we're trying to do it in a way that, that, that we love. So, I, you know, when you're sat behind your computer at 11 o'clock at night and you, basically I, I, I made a few comments about, um, a photographer, a photographer that I like, a photography team, mm -hmm. in a in a in a in a in a in a decent sized group in the northwest on Facebook, and um, you know I, I I saw a few I saw a few things in in one of in, in some of their recent work, and instead of just moving on with my life, I thought I'm going to have a little whinge about this in in the group, and. Um, you know, as usual, uh, my the the things I do online tend to explode in my face. They snowball out of all proportions, uh, and before I know it, I'm getting uh, private messages from the photographer in question. Oh right, um, nightmare. Uh, yeah, asking, "Hi, I, I I've I've heard through the through the grapevine that um, you've got some questions about our work." You know, they were very polite about it. And um, it was it was very humbling because I I was suddenly dealing with a real person, not just their work and and not just the celebrity status and 
you know, a, a faceless entity on the other side of the world. All of a sudden, they're, they're chatting to me on Facebook, you know, basically, what's your problem? And um, I, I ended this conversation, um, and it really, really changed my... I don't know my my attitude and the way that I that the way that I view other photographers and the way that I think I'm going to operate going forward because it's I I understand now that why why do why do I waste the energy you know why am I burning mental calories over such a silly thing mm-hmm. um and and then not 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 just not just the silly thing which I, I won't go into, but why then do I feel the need to go and gossip about it with other people, with other photographers? I, I don't know. I just felt, you know, when you just feel about this big, mm-hmm. and 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 I thought I've I've broken the first rule that I've always tried to live by, which is don't be a dick, and I have been a massive dick there. <laughs> it's it's like I don't I don't understand the thought process behind it now now that i'm looking at it in the cold light today people do whatever they've got to do and we're just trying to make cool photos for couples we 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 just want our couples to look at their pictures and go yeah we had an awesome wedding and these are i'm going to enjoy looking at these in the future i can't wait to show these to my kids and my grandkids so why why do i feel the need to pick holes in somebody else's work just because they you know they're a rock star and 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 they get all the accolades and and all the rest of it i need to change my attitude and i need to look at that and say what what should i have done there instead well what i should have done is if i was that bothered is message the photographer and say i'm interested in such a picture um i was wondering how you how you made that or i've noticed this about it uh, you know, is is the? I don't know. I've, I'm I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of debating the, the how I how I should have played it, but just the way a, that just had a gin and tonic, man, gin and tonic, and well, the, yeah. I mean, the problem the problem was was I had had about four rums and coke, and, <laughs> and, and, and that's why I thought being a gossip was was the right move. But I mean, I I, I am a I'm a massive, uh, you know, I'm a I'm a bit of a knobhead in my personal dealings on Facebook. I think everyone who knows me knows that <laughs> on my, on my own, on my own page, I, I love getting stuck in. I love winding people up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love antagonizing people. I mean, how I haven't got blocked by most of my colleagues, most of my peers in the industry yet. I, I don't know, <laughs> but, but well, actually I think that they can see through the words and see that there's heart on the other side of it. And I'm yeah. only playing yeah. And it's, you know, really, if they needed it, I'd crawl through broken glass for them. Yeah. And and I've had and, the pleasure, I, I've met you in real life, man, and you're a lovely, lovely guy, so I know you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I, I let my snidey personality, like, go into my business dealings, and that's a mistake. That was a big mistake, and, and that is my regret. But, you know, if, if anything comes from this, it's that I, I do think that now I'm going to look at people's work and I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to question the way that they do things. I'm going to try and take inspiration from it and I'm going to use my energy to, to, to look at my stuff and say, well, you know, I know the reason why I'm, I'm getting tetchy about what I've just seen. I know the reason. And it's because they're in, in my mind, they're in inverted commas doing better than me. If that makes any sense, yeah, that's I know not what you mean. that's not a quantifiable thing because we all measure success differently, um, and for some people, getting bookings and getting paid that is food and drink and mortgage payments, and they need to do what they've got to do, and and for other people it's a hobby. For other people, it's um, it you know it's 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 just a, it's a creative outlet, mm. and. We all have our we all have our reasons for doing it, and and who am I to to get involved with stuff like that? This it, it, it's I I know it sounds 
sounds ridiculous from from such a, a weird instant, but I really do think I'm going to come. I've come out of the other side with a different attitude about how I, I approach things in the future, um, and I want to. I want to spend energy on improving my work and improving the way that I do things, not trying to tear down what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's enough. There's enough work in this world for everyone. Um, there's enough couples getting married, and even even if you know, even if I don't reach my target amount of weddings, rather than being salty about it and lashing out at other people, I should be looking at well, what else can I do? Well, you know, what what am I? What what can I do? What am I good at? Uh, I can I can take pictures of families. I can I can take pictures of people. I can I can do a project. I can do a styled shoot. I can get out of my comfort zone, and and that's how I want to go forward. I I want to work on me and not worry about what other people are doing. I suppose. Yeah. Um, but, sorry, that was a big answer for a. Oh no, that's cool. <laughs> that's so interesting, question. man. That's that's so interesting, and you know we all do little things like that that we kind of regret as well. So I mean, it's it's yeah. That was that was. Thank you for talking about it. I mean, that was that's that's. No, awesome. no worries. I um. I uh, yeah, it, it's a difficult one because in the aftermath of it, everyone was still gossip, gossiping about it, and everyone is still tagging me in on various related oh, right. incidents. And and it's diff. I, I want to kind of I want to change that person. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to get involved in that anymore. I've had uh, yeah. Well, hopefully. <laughs> they'll listen to this and they can put a stop to that oh <laughs> no they're gonna, Andrew, they're, 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 they're gonna listen to this and tag me in in everything <laughs> I, I know how it works i'm 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 the biggest troll in the world and now i'm gonna get it back <laughs> okay well let's change let's change tack again slightly okay. um what's what's the most bizarre thing you've personally seen at a wedding i mean i love one of your reportage awards um you shot you've got a bride and groom like falling off a boat into a water. Oh, uh, yeah, that was amazing. What that happened amazing. there? Were they happy that you captured um, that image of them? Yeah, well, it, it was actually the it was actually the um, the mother of the bride and the mother of the groom oh, in a, in a canoe, and we were at a, we were at a TP wedding, and it was in the countryside somewhere, and and it had a boat and lake, and just prior to this picture being taken, we had the 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 bride was in a canoe. The groom was in a canoe. The, the you know the groomsmen were out there. Everyone was having a little paddle around, and it was all very civilized. Then the mothers wanted to have a go, so they sat in the canoe, and and I was kind of at the at the riverbank, at the at the lakeside. And unfortunately for the mothers, it was the groomsmen who, what's the boating term? Is it to cast off? To, oh, I don't to, know. To, to, well, anyway, they, they 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 push the canoe out into the lake, and obviously this is six big lads, and with two small mothers in the boat, um, and yeah, they pushed off a little bit too hard. The boat instantly capsized, <laughs> and both mums in full, you know, mum regalia. We're talking, you know, the 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 embroidered dresses the embroidered suit jackets the hats they went straight into the drink head first um and, <laughs> and i was you were look- there and you got it well, I, I was lucky enough to be on the bank and there's actually a there's a video kicking around of of the moments mom was videoing it on their phone and i am i am so proud of my reaction speed because <laughs> i i look like i'm daydreaming and as the boat tips i i drop down to the water and take the shot and and yeah, we got it just just as they were tipping to the water. It was fantastic. Man, it's an awesome <laughs> shot. I'll put it. I'll put it in the post as well, so people can yeah. see it. Um, did people come up to you straight away? Were they going? Did you get it? Did you get it? Uh, yes, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, after the horror had died down. <laughs> I mean, no I, drownings. No drownings. No, no drownings. I mean, and the best part of that was the bride, the groom, the guests. Everyone was lined up on the side watching. So it was yeah, it was amazing and. Um, did you we, get any we, feedback about that image? Did they say that they love it? Or... Oh, I, I get I get tagged in by one of the mums every year now. It, the, the, it was a it was a couple of years ago, and every now and again, 
I get a little mention or a little tag when that video pops up somewhere or or that picture pops up. Um, and I think when I won the the reportage award, she shared that she, the mother who fell in the lake. She actually shared that picture on her own timeline <laughs> awesome. and, and cool. tagged the other mum in and said, "Oh, we're famous again." So <laughs> I, I think now that now that they're dry and warm, they, they can laugh about it. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so cool that you got it, man. That's like that's like almost epitomizes documentary coverage, I think. You're getting all those moments, you know. Not the prettiest ones, but they're the ones they're gonna look back at and laugh and, and yeah, love. Absolutely, absolutely. Um it's it's getting it's getting stuck in and not although it although on the video replay it, it does look like I've switched off slightly. <laughs> I think you've you've you constantly got to be got to be looking at the situation and, and always thinking what could go wrong, what could go wrong here, what could go wrong here, and, and preempt, you know, the the, the moment. Um, well, that's, but, that's cool, because it's going to lead me on, actually. I've only got kind of time, I think, for one more question. But I was going to ask you specifically, because I'm actually really interested to, to learn from you. And, and, and there's a chance for you, I guess, to give back after learning on YouTube and books and stuff. What... <laughs> What would be your top tips really to help someone become better at the at the documentary side? So this you're is you're so um, good, man. Sorry, you're so good. So I'm gonna learn from you. What what are your top tips? Oh man, well uh, wow, okay. I think the the biggest takeaway, and, and this is this is this is one always it, it always causes a divide, doesn't it? This this one. And and you'll see two different schools of thought on it and one camp says well if you if you take more than two shots of a moment then you're overshooting <laughs> and um, uh, even though they've they've typed that on facebook that's the voice that i can imagine them using <laughs> at the time and then there's the, there's there's me and there's other photographers i know there's there's the other way of looking at it which is if a moment's happening then you shoot the shit out of it you you shoot it you 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 take it from eye level then crouch down then move to the side then lift your camera over your head circle the moment if the moment's still going on don't don't give up on it don't give up on it don't be afraid to keep shooting just keep shoot through the moment keep going then look behind you look look through the moment don't forget that pe other people are going to be um, looking at it see what they're doing. And you can turn one little moment, which is a lovely moment, you know, it's the it's the gran and the bride uh, having a little hug and a kiss, but you can turn that moment into a into a sequence that that it's it, it's all meaningful, it's all joined together, and I think you you can't be you can't listen to the people who say real photographers don't overshoot or real photographers only need one shot to do it no. i mean when when i when i started i i had this thing in my head that i thought that all these world-class photographers they would they'd rock up to a scene take one picture and then walk to the next scene <laughs> yeah i i very quickly had that thrashed out of me um i i take stupid amounts of pictures at every wedding and and it's it's not because I'm rubbish at what I do. It's just because I think when you're not posing the the moment, when you're not getting involved, you 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 owe it to the couple to to do the best that you can to record that moment in the most creative and memorable way possible. And unfortunately, that means you have to work your ass off for it. You you have to you have to get down. You have to get in there. You have to move away. You have to climb on things and 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 just play with it. And don't worry about the call afterwards. I mean, it's you know, it's it it, it takes a couple of hours, doesn't it, to go through your photographs? Oh, but but don't yeah. don't don't worry about it too much. Just just shoot the moment and keep shooting because honestly, the the, the times when I don't shoot through it. And I'm and I'm going through it on on photo mechanic or whatever, and 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 I and I've still taken ten pictures, but none of them none of them are framed well enough, or people are blinking, and and I, and I kick myself and I think I could I could have kept going, 
I could have kept going. I could have circled around. I could have tried something different and really, really pushed the boat on on that one. Um, so yeah, so I think my that that would be my first bit of advice is don't don't worry about what other photographers might say if mm. if you're talking about how many shots do you need to take because it it, it doesn't matter if if people can get awesome moments in one shot then then I do take my hat off to them they are amazing I'm definitely in the other camp where so, so am I though man I was just <laughs> nodding the whole of that is I totally agree with you totally agree well that I mean that stemmed from I mean I don't want to give you a plug can I give you a plug is that allowed <laughs> I don't know um, what well I've I've done I've watched a lot of YouTube and I've done a lot of workshops and I've and I've shot a lot of weddings now and the 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 your workshop that I did um, law school um, I don't know how many years ago that was now are we talking four years ago I think it was about four years yeah um, that is the one that sticks with me every single week. Oh man, you don't, have to, you don't have to say this, is because no, talking. no, because it, it's an, if someone else, if if I was, if someone else was talking to me, I would say the same thing, and I've said this to other people as well, and it's not. I mean, I can't remember, I can't remember much from the workshop because it's four years ago. <laughs> yeah. But you you said something, you said something that 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 was like, um. I'm not going to give away details on my ear for for people who are not oh. on the workshop. Oh yet. no, of course you can say whatever you want. No, of course. <laughs> no, well, it, it was you. You said you want you want each frame to be as interesting as possible, um, and I think it was almost a throw. I, do you know the comment might have come from 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 somebody else that was talking to you, and you made a throwaway comment back to them. I don't even know if this was part of the class, but it was something you said, and and you said that you you would want every image in your in your in your set in your gallery to be interesting enough so that if the couple were to share that picture with somebody it would stand on its own two feet and that is how i uh, that's how i want to have my galleries look it's hard in fact it's impossible it's impossible yeah. but you, you you i think i'm trying to make those frames as interesting as uh, interesting as i can and um, yeah, that was something you, you you said to someone. You you want each picture to stand on its own two feet, um, so that if the couple shared it, then it's not a problem because it's it's a cool picture. It's an interesting picture. It it's not, it, you know, it's it's not a boring image. You've you've actually put some thought into it. You've 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 played around with the composition. Um, and so, yeah, four years, yeah, four, four year, yeah, years, four yeah. years later, I'm still culling my pictures, thinking, if the bride shared this, would I be happy? And and that kind of guides me. You're still guiding me, Alan, all these years <laughs> later. Oh, that's very cool, man. But I knew, <laughs> but you just without it, without me and without that bit of advice, you just nailing it with your story awards. You know exactly. You're getting all that creativity into all those different elements uh, of the day. You're just I rocking think the, it, man. The story awards are a fantastic idea. It's something that I think you've 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 cornered it because nobody else is doing it. Um, I, I've seen a couple of other a couple of other. Um, award sites i don't know what the term <laughs> the term for them is um but you, you can see them toying with the idea in their facebook groups should we should we have a kind of award where you have to show a sequence of pictures and there's been some resistance from from the communities there and and i think i know why um can i put my conspiracy hat on for a second you can put that hat on. <laughs> um, i think that the market is quite saturated and enamored of these one shot hero heroic you know wow picture of a of a backlit bride and groom with you know reflections and it all looks kind of awesome mm. which i am as well i mean i i mean i still live by the rule of i just want to take cool photos so i don't put down what anyone else wants to do anymore you know i've yeah, had my totally. moment <laughs> 
so I still I still want to take cool and creative pictures as well, where you you know you play around with lights and reflections and things. Yeah. But I think that people are so used to those pictures that the thought of trying to enter a sequence of twenty odd images that each stand on their own two feet that are not going to put a judge off and that tell a story. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's no, people are not, they just, they can't get their heads around that. And I, and I, and I can, I, I think reading between the lines that that is the attitude from a lot of people. So I, I love that you've started the story awards and I am, absolutely buzzing that I've managed to win a few of them because yeah. for, for me, the story award, that is that they're the ones because you've got to, it's not just that you need 20 good images. You need, you've got 20 opportunities there to, to put somebody off. That's so true. Because yeah. I think I read one of the interviews with a judge and I think they said that it just take, if, if one image doesn't fit, if one image doesn't, you know, tell the story or convey the message or, you know, it feels, although it's probably not posed, if it feels a little bit posy, mm. then it, it takes away from the story and they move on to the next one. So it, you've got, you've got to be on your game to win one of those. So I, I love those. I think I've mentioned in your group a few times that they should be worth bonus points <laughs> uh, on the, on the leaderboard, but you know, I'm sure that's being taken into consideration. Uh, all uh, your feedback's always taken into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no that's good because they are so difficult to win as well yeah, so difficult and, yeah. and they're the ones that i actually like looking through as well i know i, I like looking at awards i like seeing the, the general thing usually it's when i haven't won one and i'm looking through them going <laughs> well yeah okay they, they are pretty good oh right okay fine i need to up my game for next month yeah i always start off with a bad attitude and then by the end of looking at the gallery i'm like okay yeah they were they were shit hot okay <laughs> Fair enough, but but yeah, the story ones. I can, I actually enjoy looking at them. Anyway, I I think they're brilliant. Um, oh, that's cool. And a, and a really good, a, something a really good test for anyone who, who who's entering the awards or who's thinking about entering them or or joining up. Those story awards, they they really make you think about what you're, you know, about what you're entering and 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 the sequence, and it's really useful for your blogs as well because. I mean, I don't know about you, but I suffer sometimes from overpopulating the blog. Mm. Um, and I could definitely trim some fat from some of mine. <laughs> so I think the exercise of putting these story awards together and trying to trying to you know trim down an enormous wedding just to 20 images. I mean, that that's really useful for when I put the blogs together because now I'm I'm almost looking at these blogs as a you know, next month I might enter this blog into the story awards. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. How much can I trim this down so that I don't have to do any work next month? You know, <laughs> you know, especially given the complexity of the, this is reportage and entering system. <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is not complex. <laughs> unbelievable. Um, well, you know, you, you've assured me that the, the, the developers are, are going to sort out a big red button just for me. I mean, you can add it just into my account if you want. So okay, just for you, Andrew. <laughs> oh, man, Andrew, honestly, honestly, I, we're out of time, but I mean, oh, I could was... talk to you for ages. That was that was so good, so interesting. Thank you for that. Thank no you for your time and, and openness and honesty. Honestly, it was brilliant. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, I'm a little bit starstruck, but, nah. uh, you know, you're my main man. You're, oh, my, you're my number one. It's a total. And, um, it's a total honour to have you on this. It really is, dude. It really is. No worries, mate. No worries. Um, but keep up the good work. I'm loving the podcasts. And and again, I think I, I mentioned this to you. This is the first podcast that I've started listening to as well. And my my eyes, my ears have been opened to a world of opportunity. <laughs> um, people people do podcasts. <laughs> and I'm listening to them and I'm learning things. <laughs> and people are going to learn from yours, man. People oh, well. are going to learn from yours. They really yeah. will. I hope They're I don't really... turn off too many listeners. <laughs> no, <laughs> man, it's great. Honestly, so good. Um, and hopefully I'll, I'll catch up with you soon, man. Yeah, no worries. Have a good party next week, Al. Cheers, man. I'll see you I'll soon. See you later. Bye-bye. Cheerio. Cheerio. 
Thanks for listening to the ninth episode of our This Is Reportage podcast. I really enjoyed talking to Andrew and I hope you did too. I've added the viral video of his twins that he mentions in the episode on our site at thisisreportage.com where you'll also see more examples of his work, a link to his website and a full transcript. If you did enjoy it, you can subscribe to our show on iTunes to be notified when each new weekly episode is ready, bringing you advice, tips and backstories from some of the world's best photographers each week. And if you're not already a member of This Is Reportage, check out all the benefits of joining us. We're all about promoting the skill and artistry of documentary wedding photography. And members receive lots of benefits, including 60 Reportage Award entries and 18 Story Award entries per year, an unlimited number of images shown on your profile, exclusive discounts on wedding photography-related products, invites to our physical meetups and parties, and much more. Collection 13 is open for entries now too, and this will be the first of our six collections for 2020. So if you're interested in possibly making our top 100 photographer list for next year, now is a great time to join and start entering. No poses, nothing staged, this is Reportage. And this is bye for now. Mm -hmm.